Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Recall the Midwife. We are three Call the Midwife super fans who watch all of them all the time. So we thought, you know what? We're going to start watching them all together and then we can take a humorous look at each episode. Today's episode is series one, episode five. On this episode, we meet Frank and Peggy, a couple who are going through some health struggles. Peggy is the house cleaner at Nanantis House, and Jenny takes care of Frank as he navigates some serious illness. We find out some more about them. Um, Fred is managing a new business at the um, convent call with a pig named Evie, and comedy ensues. And Peter asks Chummy to meet his parents for the first time. Um, which leads to some major shenanigans. So uh, we have to recap the episode. What do we think? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a good episode, to be fair. It's building lots of foundations again. Also, yep. we meet um, Jimmy's back. Did Jimmy ever disappear? But I Jimmy forgot. appears with a car yes, in the so Darling Buds of May. It's all quite a lot about Jimmy at the moment, though, isn't it? Like, this is a big time for Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, back. there's oh, a big, there's, there's a big storyline with with Jenny Lee and Jimmy and Gerald, and you kind of learn a lot more about what's going on with the two of them and what her past history was with Gerald, which illuminates a lot of the reasons why she's reticent to get into a new relationship with him as well. Who should we talk about first, Peggy and Frank? Oh, Peggy well, girls, and Frank. let's before before <laughs> we get into that, I just think I just think we should let our dear listeners know that we've taken a little bit of a hiatus because it's summer, it's hot. You know, we needed a break. We all got sucked into the vortex that is Love Island. And after a really long break watching that 17 times a week, I think we should all just have a little cheers moment for that episode, for those for that series and just say, you know, I, I'm glad I'm glad we watched it, but I'm glad we're back on Call the Midwife. Here's to love, meeting connections, backing yourself. Oy, oy! <laughs> Ticking all those boxes. <laughs> Okay, so baby. Speaking of Love Island, 
let's talk about Frank and Peggy. (laughs) (laughs) Truly an island of love that not many of us will ever reach, that's for sure. So Peggy's the cleaner, isn't she, in an artist's house? And it's like they just kind of introduce her, like, oh, she's Yeah, we've never seen Peggy before. (laughs) Never. Peggy's one of those people in an artist's house that, like, conveniently she's there and then she'll go again and then, you know, you're like, oh, okay, well, this is just part of the... I mean, we like, we've talked about... Have we mentioned this before? The fact that we never see the the lady who comes and makes all the food and, like, bakes all the Victoria sponges and everything? Yes, (laughs) yes, we have. Oh, we have talked about that. Okay. Yeah, it really well, we'll, me. Well, well, we'll probably talk about it again, but it's it's in that category of person. Yeah. So anyway, Frank and Peggy. So she's the we're introduced to her cleaning the floor and blah blah blah. But then we're like, oh, they're like, we and sister Evangelina basically go de- delves deep into her past with people, doesn't she? She's like, oh, yeah, you know, she grew up in a workhouse and it was awful. And her brother Frank was, uh, he worked really hard to get her out, and he he got out of the workhouse, but then he he worked hard to buy her out or something like that. Um, and then they have a very close relationship now. What do we all well, think? Well, let let's just give a little context because you're exactly right, but. We, we get the hint that, that Peggy was in the workhouse because um, Fred's pig walks through the hallway just after Peggy used to clean the floors. And Jenny's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just like dust. You know, we, we all never, we just don't see it after a while. And then Frank comes and picks her up at the end of the day to go home. <clears throat> and she says something about scrubbing. She'll never get over scrubbing. And he's like, come on now, Peg. Like, we're not in the workhouse anymore. You've got to leave it behind. And she's like, oh, I don't know. And so he says, well, let's go have a nice walk on the pier and whatever else. And so then he's he collapses when they're at home together at the end of the day that's when the doctors call they find out fred has pancreatic cancer and so then that's when jenny and nurse julian go to or sister julian go to her house and jenny peeps the bedroom that they share and i i I know this but i don't know if anybody knows this back in those times people did not even married couples would not share the same bed they would have two twin beds at least in, in the u.s that was the custom at that time I think probably in Britain too Mike is my guess and so Jenny's like wait a minute they have one bed what's going on yeah, here I think I think I because I was a bit like oh they're just sleeping together like at first innocently when I watched this I was like oh it's just to keep warm um but- yeah just like platonic right I didn't I didn't think anything of it at first either no but also I do think obviously in the Victorian days and all that kind of stuff also you've got to bear in mind this is London they're in a yeah. tiny little prefab house also can I just say I'd love to see that prefab house I was loving that nod to yeah prefab yeah house by the call the midwife team but um but yeah I just like it's very it was very very common my mum shared a bed with her sister until she was like 18 or whatever when she moved out Mm -hmm. like I think there was that family there's other families in it who have like nine kids in one room like I think it's very common so I was like oh that isn't because there's a lot of squalor and poverty there I didn't Mm -hmm. think it's that uncommon so I thought oh they've just got the one bedroom and they just share a bed like I didn't think it was anything sick but obviously it was intimated that it really was well, Jenny, Jenny, again, she's the sub for the audience, you know, like if she freaks out, then that hints to us like, oh, wait, something's going on. And I just so. say one thing about Jenny as well. When Peggy was on the floor, like on her knees scrubbing really hard. This I'm going to, ha- I, I think I think this as well, Alex. When Jenny was like, don't worry about that. It's just like dust, leave it long enough and you won't stop noticing. Aye, your worth is nothing. <laughs> the work you do here is nothing. What matters to us, you do not matter. What You you are literally making no difference in this house or this world. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, because poor Peggy... It was really minimising, I agree with you guys, yeah. Poor Peggy has just cleaned this huge long hallway. This mm-hmm. pig has just trotted through mm-hmm. and left trotter marks. And Peggy... And, 
Jenny Lee, I thought she was a bit condescending. I thought she was a bit. I don't have a lot of love for Jenny Lee in this episode. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't understand why no one had a reaction to the pig entering the house. I was like, it's a, it's a disgusting pig covered in mud. And even Fred walks in like, oh, well, she got away from me again. Okay, also, well, anyways. It's, they've, they've like literally got sterilizers and stuff in there. Like they need an autoclave and all this stuff. Like they would be more freaked by a pig being there, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also if you've already just done all that work I don't care who you are whether you're a cleaner or like it's your own house or whatever like if someone comes in and makes a mess after I would lose it I would be like I didn't clean this all like myself to have you now just ruin it like one second later would it's okay because Jenny Lee's standing over you going oh doesn't matter you don't matter (laughs) well it's all very well and good for her to be like oh it's just dust who cares it's like well are you cleaning anything ever no she's not but the nun's acceptance of incest just because they're in the workhouse. <laughs> I disapproved of that as well, Bex. I'm not going to lie. Well, okay, I I agree. But let's let's just let's just give some context here again. So so sorry. So Jenny goes to Sister Julian. Is like, what's up? This is this is totally weird. I don't get it. Sister Julian's like, oh well, you know what? Like, oh, it is what it is, kind of a thing. Um, again, yeah, back weird. to Love Island. She's a nun. She's a nun. And, and then, yes. and then they go out to the back garden, all the girls. And Trixie's like, "Oh, tell me the hot, you know, tell us the hot goss, whatever." So Jenny says everything. Meanwhile, Sister Evangelina, wait, is it Sister Evangeline or Evangelina? Okay, Sister Evangelina is like, I don't know, whatever she's doing, sitting in the garden over at the corner, and she's overhearing them, getting really mad that they're all judging her. And so she comes over, and that's when she says, like, have you guys ever been to the workhouse? You don't know what it's like. It takes all your humanity away. And Frank did all of this stuff to get her back after they were separated. And, you know, there's, like, what what does family even mean once you've gone through all of that, you know, and everything? And then Cynthia goes, works hard, so he deserves to shag her. Well, yeah, I mean, but then Cynthia's <laughs> like, oh, but it was incest. And she's like, but, you know, like, what like, that's when she's she like family about, like, disappeared the minute they entered the workhouse right exactly exactly yeah i just I think it, this. i think i think it's less a judgment on what's right or wrong and i think it's what's interesting because i've noticed this now a few different times is that i feel like they're kind of taking the sides of like radical acceptance versus like societal norms and then putting you in a place where you have to kind of figure out what you think about it and trying to show more the fullness of the humanity of the story rather than saying yes it's right yes it's wrong this is well i know what i think and i disapprove (laughs) i just think doing that with incest is a step too far i disapprove of incest i've said it no one in my family (laughs) disapprove Okay, I'll just, I, I, I'm not going to be the champion of incest here, but I will say this. Too like, late. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are they hurting, honestly? Mm, I, I don't even think it's that. Don't, Fred being acceptance of it, fine. You know, but the nuns, two nuns being like, yeah, go for it, Frank. Like, it's just <laughs> weird. <laughs> Whoa, go on, Peggy. Encouraging it. I don't think they were encouraging it. No. You didn't see well, the update. And, I, and I, I will say this. I thought it was interesting at the end because, I mean, not a spoiler alert, but, you know, Frank passes away. Wait, is Fred? Frank passes away. Frank. And Jenny is standing there and she's like, oh, God, you know, what's like, are you, you know, are you going to be okay and everything? And she said, well, wait and call the, uh, wait and call the undertakers until tomorrow. I want to have one last night to kind of say goodbye. And then she says, I know everyone thinks it's weird. You know, we're brother and sister, but she's like, we're more than that. She's like, we're more even than husband and wife or something else. And again, both combined. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I like, I didn't, 
I didn't love, I didn't, I'm not, I'm not happy they were, they were technically biological brother and sister, but at the same time, I did think <laughs> like room for, I don't know. Also, side note, another man's name, Frank, one syllable, good man. Was he a good man though? He was shagging his sister, so. You know. <laughs> I really liked about Frank that garden. I really wanted to like talk to some, like get some top tip garden things on there. He had grapes growing for wine. He had all kind of vegetables. I was really he was also a bit of a, He was a bit rude at the fish market. Like the woman was like, "Get your fish here," and he was like, "Oh, it looks crap. Oh, don't want that. Oh, it's awful." And she's like, "All right, Frank." Like you know. Oh wait, actually, on another day. <laughs> that that leads us to the next thing though because. That woman who's selling the kippers, who's really, really pregnant, that's the that's the birth story this week because Trixie has to give birth in a whole like, I don't know what the what it's called, but basically like a house full of like a, a, a like like a smokery, isn't it? Yeah, with like all those like dead kipper bodies, like smoke. I that was absolutely rank. Like honestly, I felt myself being more offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> What's about Frank and Peggy? If I had to spend the afternoon with one of those two couples, I would have gone Frank and Peggy over the kipper smokehouse. I'll tell you. My mom's favorite thing in the world is kippers. It's like her favorite thing. So when like I grew up, she had kippers so much, but like you just go nose blind like that woman. Like oh, we're both we're both we're both at it. It's fine. It's like going nose blind. Me and my husband don't care. Oh golly, oh man, and poor Trixie. I I mean, again, this like that that birth scene really took the cake as like another disgusting place they bring a life into the world. Like, and also no these people attention. that are gonna buy the kippers and someone's just given birth in there yeah i mean they're not gonna sterilize that floor they're just gonna throw a bucket of water over it yeah yeah she literally says just get some boiling water and as many blankets or towels as you can and that's it and it's like both the baby is getting like it's not good for the baby and mother and it's also not good for the kipper customers everyone fred and his uh and his uh, (laughs) lolly those the the Oh, can the apple sell him with the bears have literally got like you know this is a, what's that stuff called that is on the outside of the baby oh the kids is it wait what's on the outside of the baby or what's outside of candy apples outside the baby <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about toffee apples i was like it's toffee alex you mean like the goop that's on babies when they're yeah, first or something isn't it that's um, all over the kippers is my point. Anyway. <laughs> so. Can I just tell you, health and safety for food sale and production in this era is terrible. It's not real, but uh, 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 I mean, you guys really need some like... I like how you're offended by the health and safety of the food, but not by incest. Anyway. <laughs> so, right. Let's go on you. to the next story. Shall we go on to the pig... Oh, okay. Yes. And here's a question. Quite a few storylines to pick. Yeah. So Frank, as we know, oh, Fred. Fred. Fred, as we know, always has like 8,000 businesses this week. It's, it's, he wants to make bacon. So he's got this pig. But here's what I don't understand. He's talking to Chummy and Chummy says something about what's the pig's name? And he says, oh, it's named Evie. And then she says, oh, isn't that a bit close to the bone, Fred? Like, you know, or, yeah, or a bit spot Angelina. on or something. Sister Evangelina, Evie, Evangelina. That's what it referenced. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get that. Oh, you did you um, get it, No, I didn't. But I did. there is a bit where Fred says about it's an homage pig that appreciates him. 
and then Sister Evangelina says something like, oh, it's more than just the pig. So, oh my God, are they having a, is there something between them? No, what she, uh, he did it is like, she's like, that's a bit close to the knuckle. And he was like, oh, it's more of an homage. And then later on, he's like, it's all I've got in the world. And she was like, no, that's not all you've got in the world. We need you to, you know, look after the fire. Uh, I know she wasn't saying that, but she was saying you, you needed here in our community. So no, nothing. She's a nun, Becky. They're not allowed sexual affairs. But also, can I just say, doesn't Fred have two daughters? It's not yeah. all he has in the world. He has more than a pig. Yeah, but to, yeah, but they don't need him because one was, if, if you remember, one was living in Canada and one was living in Australia, so we never saw them. And then one moved back to the uh, spoiler. Uh, right, uh, right, yeah, right. so basically to need him. <sighs> okay, but Evie is really the vehicle for another storyline, which is Xiaomi gets asked to meet Peter's mother. Now, mother or parents? Because the way he said it, it was like mother. I think it's just his mother. Well, he said mother, but I'm sure they said like parents later on and stuff. Right, right, right. So it means things are getting serious. Oh, I love Peter so much. Because then he shows up to pick her up for the dinner and she's like had this whole thing about what she's going to wear because she can't find any clothes. She has to make something. And then she finally makes this beautiful dress. And then he shows up and she's literally covered in like, pig shit basically and like you know excrement <laughs> because like she's been delivering piglets. Baby piglets because the pig went into labor did they die the piglets they were like well, lost she, said, little ones. she said like seven of them died and then i'm assuming they got one living piglet at the end because she said oh we've had seven sorrows but like he literally walks in and her hair is like a mess she's covered in all this gross stuff and she's like oh i'll just dab it off and we'll still go blah blah, blah. and he's like you look perfect and I just thought and he's yeah but they was also like what can I do to help yeah tell me what I can do and I was like oh my again I mean oh literally every man on earth should take a page from that that book again though it's just because he just does whatever she wants him to do (laughs) I know I know and that's exactly what all men should do is just whatever their girlfriend or their wife I really love though there was a scene where he actually asked her to meet his mom and she was giving a sex talk condom talk to a group of (laughs) women and they were all really rough women weren't they and obviously she's very very got a plum in her mouth and she was like hey hey." and obviously (laughs) she's not married or anything so they know she's a virgin and all this so she stood at the front of the, the, the 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 big like the church hall thing or whatever it is wherever they do it and she's got this massive wooden like for want of a better word, dildo. And um, <laughs> she's basically got like a condom and showing them how to use it and stuff. And she she does it. She does it brilliantly. She gives them sass back and they, they all start listening to her and it's great. But then she's still holding it in her hand when Peter comes in. <laughs> and he's like, I'd really love to, you know, to meet my mother because she wants to meet the person I won't stop talking about. And he was like, but you can leave that at home. <laughs> and it made me just lull. I just love them. I just think they're so cute together. Can I, I have to say about this as well, some poor unsuspecting wood turner has basically been commissioned to make that on a lathe. <laughs> to be fair, they might have got a, an original one from the 60s. They probably do. Well, no, I mean, in the 60s, people were making yeah. them. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, yeah, well, yeah but they were getting money for it. I know, like, but... Probably banging them all out. I mean, where do you think dildos come from now? I mean, people have to make them now, too. Like, you know, there's probably underpaid people in foreign countries who are you know just cranking out the sex toys to this day <laughs> didn't know i'm laughing anyway um also <laughs> can i just stay on the pig thing um jenny said shit and i was like <gasps> you never hear swearing i was proper like oh she said shit <laughs> this is a very risky episode in a lot of ways yeah it was uh right on to jenny lee and jimmy mm-hmm I just think okay okay I'm gonna I'm gonna say something I'm gonna say something I I I like I like Jimmy okay I like I love Jimmy I like Jimmy when he showed up I thought he was so darn cute that little blonde hair like so sweet just a little absolute cutie pie I was I was 100% for Jimmy this is the episode where Jimmy lost me this is the one I I where she's crying on his shoulder and he just tries it on with her well even before that like she you know she's she's like oh I've had a really hard day and he's like well, why don't you come out and have fun with me and then he takes him and her and Trixie and Cynthia and all of his other friends and everything out to this like friend's pool or whatever like that and they go swimming and it's really lovely and then while they're in the car driving there she goes oh yeah it's just been really tough like my my you know patients have been in the workhouse and it's really affecting them I don't think they've been able to leave it behind and he's like oh can we really just not talk about work and everything and she's like well it's actually like really serious don't you think and he's like you know, well, yeah, but you end up there for a reason. And, you know, you get a roof over your head and three meals a day. So, you know, is it really that bad? And she's like, well, yeah, like, really well you know, we're good, we're good people. And like, like, yeah, like we wouldn't end up there because we're not scum like your patients. And she's like, oh, okay. And, you know, and then he tries it on the pool. She's not going for it. Then she has an asthma attack. They drive home. She's like really sleepy and everything. He's, you know, kind of lets her go at that point. But then- it's been you, Jenny. It's been you. In her ear, after she's had an asthma attack. Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> and, then, and then when Frank dies, he, she like cycles home to Nanata's house and she's sitting there sobbing. He runs up, gives her a big hug. And I thought, oh, okay, there, here we go. This is like the compassionate thing or whatever. And then the second she kind of like pulls away to like try and, you know, like sniffle or whatever. He goes, oh, I love, I'm in love with you. And it's like, read the room. Now is not the time for this. What is wrong with you? Yeah, but to be fair, she shuts him down completely then. So that was developing the story, I suppose. To be fair, this story always annoyed me, the Jimmy and... But I feel like they do have chemistry. So... They Although do, she yeah. keeps shutting him down, I don't think he's just. I don't. I don't know. I just feel like he's picking up on the vibe. Well, do you know there what is I a vibe. I did actually, and she's just been a bit dramatic. Yeah, but I was thinking, like, I wondered if the maybe I'm looking in way too much into this, but you know the call midwife writers here. I was wondering if they were trying to like reflect on their past of things that like. You know, when you're very young and you regret things, you regret things you did and acted, but you were too scared or too worried about doing something or you were a bit like, oh, I don't know, I'm not sure, or you're worried about mm. stuff. I wonder if they're trying to reflect that she didn't handle things properly, she did actually like him, 
but was too scared to act on it. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I'm being way too weird. I mean, the Jimmy storyline doesn't annoy me as much as the Gerald storyline because oh. Gerald calls again. He also sounds about 70. He's like, hello, Jimmy. <laughs> like, it's just so old sounding, don't you think? But Gerald is just never explained to us. No. I think they realised it was a damp squib, if I'm honest. Well, it's, I think it's meant to inject like tension or drama, but then I don't think they really end up like knowing where to go with it. So it kind of just fizzles out, you know, it's really kind of like a non-starter. I mean, it's, I think it's, I think it's meant to be there because Jenny is supposed to then reject Jimmy and, you know, because she had this like big passionate experience and she wants that again and she's just not getting that with Jimmy. I mean, see, I would actually think to your point, Alex, that kind of the opposite would be true instead of thinking like, I should have gone more full on. I would have think like it's a way of illustrating how like you can't push something faster than it's than it's going to go or like it's almost that thing of like um you know like if you love something let it go and if it comes back it's yours and if it doesn't it was never meant to be or whatever. Like I think if Jimmy had actually let her go at her own pace, he might have ended up with a better result because again like spoiler flash forward when she sees him again, like six months, a year later, whatever it is, and he's kind of moved on and he's like, oh, okay, well, you know, like we can have lunch if you want, but whatever. Like I'm also like doing stuff. I think then she's like, oh, wait a minute, you know, and she has new eyes for him. But in this time, he's like, just so upper butt the whole time. It's like, she can't, you know what I mean? I think she's just not. (laughs) Well, I don't understand. And I don't know if this has happened yet. So this could be a spoiler, but we do see Gerald, but we still don't see his face. We just see like a hand and a telephone. Yeah, yeah. And Why also, can I just say, how unsexy is the name Gerald? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot it's, of unsexy it's, it's names. The wor- it's yeah. really bad. It's really bad. Like literally Bartholomew is, I mean, it's is like on par. It's just really. No. Also, it'll never work between them because of Jimmy and Jenny. That lit, Their names are too similar. Jimmy we should have known. I know, I know. Can I just say, like, can we just take a moment for, like, poor Cynthia? Because I feel like, again, I mean, spoiler, she becomes a nun, but, like, I feel like the first few seasons, she really wants a boyfriend, and she just is is kind of, like, the, the always getting passed over kind of one. Like, remember when she says to Jenny and that, she's like, well, Jimmy really likes you, and he's right here. Like, why don't you just go for it? Like, what more could you want than just, like, somebody to like you, basically? And I really felt like that was Cynthia talking to herself. Oh, it really broke my heart, actually, because there's a lot of, like, wistfulness she has for like other people's romances and yeah, like, I think she's very like wise and sage but she often thinks she's very introspective and we've said this before and like I just mm. think she's just very good at you know just thinking things through and from other people's perspectives as well and I think she's picked up on the Gerald situation yeah yeah and the fact yeah. that it's ridiculous yeah well how could you not I mean so are, are we meant to say that I mean, did we ever even figure out who Gerald is? Like, was he like a professor? No. No, no. no. It's just it's no. just some married guy that she like had an affair with or whatever. Well, no, she hasn't had an affair with him because she couldn't because he was married and it was a 50s. Oh. She had restraint. Well, not like not like a sexual affair, but like an, a romantic affair. I mean, they they were like, I mean, she fell yeah. in love with him. So yeah, 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 yeah. And he says, like, I can't live without you, or like I don't want to be without you or whatever, even though like they know they can't be together. I mean. I don't know Jenny is really tough like it's it's like what I, I I don't I never can tell like what she's looking for you know what I mean like even like even in the other romances she has in the show it's like what do you want girl that's like, what I mean that's why I get frustrated with it but that's why I was thinking maybe that's what the writers were trying to go for because 
she doesn't make the best decisions and you're watching it thinking what are you doing but then I wonder if that's to portray that she's scared or that she's still oh. or do you know what I mean oh, like, okay so, yeah I don't know so you're looking at it more like the fact that Jenny made a mistake rather than Jimmy made a mistake yeah okay okay I think, I they, both did. I think they both did I think it's a mess mm-hmm. also isn't it funny that he named his car Lady Chatterley yeah what it okay now i i know who lady chatterley is but who is she again I, this is that sounds so stupid saying that but like isn't I'm she a, like the Bill war thing um, <laughs> <laughs> i really hope you edited that out of the last episode it was really bad i totally kept it <laughs> um i just thought it was funny you made me laugh <laughs> okay lady chatterley's lover i just looked it up um wait wikipedia here we go um what's the synopsis oh plot okay young married woman whose upper class husband is described as a handsome well-built man is paralyzed from the waist down because of a great war injury his wife lady chatterley has an affair with the gamekeeper oliver mellers Ooh, the class difference between the couple highlights a major motif of the novel okay the central theme is constance's realization that she cannot live in the mind alone i think we're delving too deep into lady chatterley <laughs> Well, it just, I just—I do think it's symbolic. Is all I'm gonna say. And for anyone, said that he's got a car. Like he's not—he can't—he couldn't even afford a flat. But suddenly he's got a car. <laughs> like like cars are really not. No one has cars really. It's a very unusual thing to have a car, and then he's got this bloody car. But did but did he say where he went to? Did he have a job or something? I I totally he's missed that part. An architect, isn't he? Oh, okay. So he has to like drive around town and stuff like yeah. that. Well, he probably has like lots of stuff he has to carry and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a cute car. I mean, he puts like little like pot. Um, what am I saying? Um, like vases of flowers and everything in it. It's really cute. Well, he, he definitely. Yeah, really yeah. you have like eyelashes for your from lights as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love novelty car decor. I put reindeer ears on my car at the Christmas time. You know, the whole thing. I put Hot like a, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the jack o' lantern face on the hood when I'm driving for Halloween. You know, the whole thing okay um, so we are gonna do the heroes and zeros so rebecca your turn first and don't so, I, have a, I have a game after this okay okay um oh it was my hero um my zero is gerald yes good very good yeah um my hero is possibly chummy because when sister evangelina is lecturing them about the workhouse when she announces that her grandpapa had a fund <laughs> a holiday fund for children of the workhouse it just made me laugh like it was lovely it just showed how innocent she is and how upper class and probably destructive her family are anyway you sorry it was, very, it was very like scrooge after the night where he has visited by all the ghosts it's very like i will start a charity for all the children who need to go to work. it was very like that vibe i thought <laughs> It was well for me. Jen, hero and zero. Oh, gosh. Um, hero and zero. Okay. Um, I'll do a zero as um, like okay, making, making, making a mess after someone's just cleaned. Um, I'm not for Evie, like walking through in a dirty floor. Um, and no, I'm not going to say incest. I'm a champion of Frank and Peg. Um, okay. And then my, and then my, um and then my hero is um you know what I am not going to do this very often so I'll take the opportunity my hero this time is 
the theft of sister help me monica jane monica joan stealing that fabric for chummy so she can have a nice dress to wear at peter's dinner with his folks and everything because um you know i'm not i'm not the hugest sister monica joan fan so she really comes in and pinch there so i'm gonna give her the credit well, I'm also going to say hero to Sister Monica Joan for this week because she gave this quote, which I thought was amazing. Dogs look up to us. Cats look down on us. Pigs treat us as equals. And it just made me absolutely lol. I don't even know why, but it just was lols. Uh, my zero is going to be a massive zero to incest. And I can't believe we've had two zeros before that were the incest. But there we Gerald go. Gerald is worse than incest. Mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Uh, right, Jen, what is your game? Okay, so I thought this up. This is not going to be a good game. I'm not going to say. Oh, great! Let's is, put but <laughs> I want to set the bar really, really low. Low, but um, I did. I just, I, I still have not been able to detox from the months of Love Island. So I came up with a game. It's called London or Love Island, and I have, I have little clues, and you have to tell me if the romantic couple that I'm, or the, or the couple that I'm referencing is a call the midwife London couple or if they are a Love Island couple. Love it. Let's go. And, and so here we go. Okay. This couple first came together with a bang. She literally knocked him over while she was riding a bike. Well, obviously me and Peter, yeah. 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 I, this is not, again, and it, it, it's not a great game. It's also not a very hard game either. So just, <laughs> just you know, and if anyone has ever watched I feel like show, I've got to be quick though because if you've ever done any sort of puzzle or crossword or... <laughs> word search with Alex you've got to be quick I know she's she's a true maniac it's really it's really wild okay and I've also tried okay now imagine like I could like the Ian, Ian Sterling voice as well like I tried to kind of style it in the way he would do his comments writing she's a bombshell he's a boxer this couple overcame all obstacles to find love and a home together for their Ellie Belly Love Island Molly May and Tommy Fury very good, very good. If you are into Love day. Island, you need to go no, on it. In, in all fairness, Bex, you have to watch that season. It is yeah, so, so, so good. Series. And it's not that it's not that long ago. I, I'm not, a, I don't have all the, I'm not going to reference back more than a season or two. So, okay. 100% for both of you so far. Uh, these two didn't start off with an instant attraction. It took some extensive dental surgery to get her to say yes when he asked her on a dinner date. Trixie and the dentist totally forgot his name. This yeah, that blonde guy. Book. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sandy Colored. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that guy, Bex? It's like, it's, I jumped way ahead, but it's. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking. Didn't he have a sports car and a daughter named Alexandra? Yes, definitely a sports car. I don't remember the daughter uh, named Alexandra. Now. I do yeah. remember. And he was really nice. He, and she was like, oh, we don't need a dentist here. Why don't you, like, you know, get out of here? And then he was like, well, maybe, oh, you know, he was, he was really nice. He kind of had to get her to warm up. She was really burnt on mm. men at that point. Okay. These two found love when they went into the villa together, but they never came out. Strictly a bromance for these beauties. Love Island, but who? Luke and Luke. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I love them. I don't know love Luke. Luke and Luke. <laughs> it's these, yeah, they went in, they went in like kind of midway through the season and uh it was the last season before uh pandemic okay fun fact they're both engaged in real life but not to the person they to were each other with no not to each other to different people <laughs> if only each other honestly i know um okay this shy girl and talkative guy had an unusual first date he broke up a fist fight outside a movie theater and she stood him up 
don't worry kids they worked it out in the end i love it <laughs> um if this is obviously call the midwife and it's it's jane and oh what's his name i don't Reverend, remember his name either Reverend appleby thorn <laughs> oh i love jane she's one of my favorite yeah. characters yeah and he's the guy that like never shut up and then they oh they're so sweet appleby so thorn or something i'm sure it was yeah 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 no that's it i i wasn't great with the names but i'm sure that's what it is okay last one you guys are batting a thousand this is wonderful this game is going over a treat okay these two had an instant attraction and he waltzed his way into her heart before breaking it just a few weeks later love it yeah, love island <laughs> curtis and amy there we go. Oh, i loved you <laughs> <laughs> love it that was a brilliant game, Jen. A hundred percent. Yes. Curtis and Amy were actually one of my favorite couples. Again, to, to okay, so our listeners don't know this, but um, I love a basic white guy. Like that is definitely my type of guy. Hence why I really <laughs> think that felt- We have all the most embarrassing sexuality just- I know, I know. It's, it's Yeah, I'm, I'm not proud of it, but that's why I think I really like Jimmy. Actually, I was reflecting. I was like, oh, now I know why I like Jimmy because he's like the most basic white guy you can have. That's why I liked Andrew at the beginning of the season of Love Island. And I loved Curtis at the beginning of the season also of Love Island. also Nick from uh, Backstreet Boys. I know. I know. I mean, it's, it's honestly a struggle I'm working constantly to overcome in my life, but you know, listen, you do your best. Okay. So yeah. that's my game. I hope everyone liked it. Well yes. done, Jen. That was excellent. <laughs> we'll have to do more games. Well, if you enjoyed this and I hope you did, cause we enjoyed making it. Oh uh, yes. Please listen next week. But what you're best doing is watching series one, episode six first, and then listen to our podcast and you yeah. know, you'll be there getting all the jokes. It'll be really good. And then we may even do another fun game at the end. That's maybe not so Love Island focused. We'll try another <laughs> one. <laughs> but I loved it. I'm not going to lie. If you, love Island, you, love it. you know, listen, inspiration strikes and we just go where it leads. So yeah, but we're looking forward to seeing you again soon. The Renegades. Yep. Subscribe. <laughs> like, yeah, rate, and review. There you go. Oh, and we don't have a Patreon yet, but when we do, you can follow us on there as well. Yes. <laughs> ciao, ciao. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.